Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. How are you? Oh, wait. No, no, no. I forgot. <laughs> what? We're recording a podcast. I was like, so what's up? Oh. But I, forgot, I have to say, my name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. You know, every time you do that, I keep waiting for you to say sometimes more than once. I really like the sometimes more than once. I'm a big fan of that. We just do that on the half so then people know right away. I know, I know. But it's a nod like to the, the catching up uh, fan. They, yeah. They understand. I understand that. Um. Anyway, hi, Mike. Hey, what's happening? I'm wearing contacts today. Can you tell? Um. Yes, you sound so much more not glasses-y. You know, what's so funny, though, is I was on Chatterbait. Do you ever use Chatterbait? I don't know what Chatterbait is. It sounds you know like what? Masturbate. You know what? This might be my personal story. I was telling Mike I don't really have any personal stories because it's been so friggin' hot here in SoCal that it's like East Coast hot. What I mean is, yeah, the temperature's not that hot, but it's crazy humid, which makes it unbearable. I would yeah. so rather have 115 dry heat. Sure. It's like 95, but it feels like you're being suffocated. It's horrible. So I've been locked in a room. Chatterbaiting? Chatter. You know what, Mike? Yeah. Chatterbait. What is it? I don't. Okay. I, mean, I know nothing about it. Okay. Chatterbait is this website where people go on. It's like one of those like um, webcam sites, right? But you know, like usually like chat roulette or something. No. Well, no, 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 no. It's like um, there's basically a grid of people just masturbating. What? And you can and you can just go watch them. C H A T U R B A T E dot com chatterbait. Just yeah. in case anyone's there's women, there are couples, there are men. But the funny thing, so what they do is they have like a certain. You can buy like tokens. Okay. Oh, you have to pay for it? No, no, no. You don't have to pay for it. You can buy tokens, and then they'll say, "If I get this many tokens, I will do X Y Z." Oh, I, I, I suspect 99% of people do not buy tokens. I have not bought one token, nor would I ever give a token. Some of them are frightening people on here. Oh, my God. Some of them are hot, but yeah. some are kind of frightening. No, 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 no. The, top, the hot ones get voted to the top or the people who are doing things. So you just look at the top ones and you're like, oh, that guy's oh, that guy's OK. That guy's going to he's do he got his tip There's like a goal like at 300. I will masturbate. Oh, and come. you could see people talking to him, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is weird. <laughs> yes. And wow. I only used it because I was locked in a house in air yeah, conditioning. That's the only reason, I'm sure. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> I, I'm i more of the chat. I leave the herbating to other people. <laughs> yeah. I should, you know what? I should go in there and like start just actually talking about like real things. Like, so what do you guys think of Syria? Yeah. <laughs> you should. I really should, actually. You know, there was a time when I was playing with Man Roulette, mm -hmm. and I had a friend over, and all I did was, you know that creepy ventriloquist puppet I have? Yeah. I would put it in my computer chair in front of the webcam, and then operate the mouse outside of the camera. Yeah. And then go from camera to camera, and they would just see this puppet sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> like, on the computer. It was so funny. <laughs> But, but most of them were just jerking off, so they would click away right away, I'm sure. Yeah, but you know what the thing with man roulette is? Is it's not chat roulette, man roulette. Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay. It's like, if we should explain, because not everyone listening might know. Even chat roulette. So chat roulette is a website where people go 
um, to jerk off, but it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be your webcam just randomly, like a roulette wheel, connects you with another person's webcam so you're looking face-to-face and you could talk. Or you can hit next and just find the next person. Man roulette is the same thing, but it's designed for gay men to do it so they can randomly be face-to-face with other people. Nine times out of ten, though, you're not face-to-face with anyone. You're like dick-to-face because everyone's just has their dick out right yeah. am i am i wrong no 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 you're not wrong at all okay um i'll even say i actually i'm not gonna say who this person is but i actually made a very good friend on man roulette really yes okay i made a very good friend on man roulette who the first thing i saw was his dick and he saw the puppet right <laughs> but he instead of actually clicking away he, he moved started, it to his face no well no at first he started communicating with the puppet with his dick? No, 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 no. But you just saw dick and then hands typing. And oh. then the camera slowly started moving up. And then he goes, I actually never show my face. And he showed his face. And now we're friends. That's weird. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yes. Um, You know what's funny is... Um, I used to... I did man roulette for a little bit just out of boredom. And mm-hmm. I would... I wasn't jerking off. I would just like be... It would be my face. And I would start each conversation because every when they see your face they're like oh next because they're all jerking <laughs> off right <laughs> so very rarely would people just sit there so i started as the video like started on a new person i would say had a baby it's a boy do you remember that commercial <laughs> no I oh yeah tr- yeah they're like a collect call commercial or something. yes yeah 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 so i would try to get had a baby it's a boy in before they clicked away <laughs> it's such a weird thing that people do i just love that gay guys have like every way to do these <laughs> things because you know girls won't play that game right so well they straight... don't need to yeah exactly but a girl guys... can just go to a bar and some guy will like go down on her if he wanted well we do too i guess but, but straight guys don't you know straight guys don't get to not get I'm straight guys aren't forced to use grinder right. or anything like that or... well what's this actually segues into one of my stories funnily well that's good. you know what Let's just go into your story. I <laughs> um, On Friday night, I was hanging out with Rod Kyle. He had a, a big wedding I told you about on Saturday. So he had like some high school friends in town and yada, yada, yada. Long story short, the uh, one of the bridesmaids' boyfriends was – they're from uh, Monterey. So they were in town, which is – it's not super far away, but the bridesmaid was staying at the hotel. All of the bri- the wedding party had hotel rooms. Uh-huh. But she couldn't have her boyfriend with her because she was, like, with a bunch of girls so or wh- young women. So the straight boyfriend stayed at Rod Kyle's. And so Rod Kyle, myself, and Rod Kyle's gay roommate all took this straight guy out. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we went to a straight bar, but it was certainly a, a gay world because he was, like, with the three of us. So we were doing, you know what I mean? Just, like, nothing too weird, but, like, talking about gay things and yeah. Um, what have you, but he was fascinated by Grinder. I think straight people really are straight men specifically. Are very are fascinated by fascinated. Grindr. They want to know what it what it's all about. And he brought up the straight version, the Tinder? Is it called yeah, Tinder? I hate when they bring it up. Well no, he brought it up and he said it's not the same. Like, no. there's no way that that could be the same thing because <laughs> women are involved. They like they change it. Because there's like I mean, I mean, for for good reason. They worry more about safety. They care more about. Um... Well, actually, you know, one of the features we've talked about is that they, you know, both people have to approve each other. Which I kind of wish Grinder did that. 
before you could talk to each other? Yeah, because, well, I mean, basically you can. You just, if somebody says, hey, you just block them. You don't want to talk to them. (laughs) I know, but I feel badly for doing that. I never do it. You have to be really offensive for me to block you. Sure. So we hung there out was a guy s- on Scruff recently. I just went on Scruff for like a week, and then I I can't last more than a week on those things. Sure. And it's no chatterbait. No, it's no chatterbait. <laughs> Come on. But uh, his picture, he messaged me. I have no idea what this guy looks like. All it was was a close up of like his, like the left side of his chest and this giant, super large engorged brown nipple. Okay. And it was so disgusting to me that I blocked him. Okay. He could have been like the nicest person ever, whatever. But I was like, you know, for you to have that gross picture as your profile pic, no. Right. And I blocked him. And I never block people. Because the, your profile pic is your best picture. <laughs> yeah. It, it, so if he's focusing on his like gigantic, disgusting. Mike, it looked like. Um, like malformed? A- like, if you saw it, would you be like, you need to see a doctor? No, not like that, but, like, it wasn't normal nipple color. It was, like, really, really dark, 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 dark brown. Um, which is alarming because his chest was white, white, white. Hmm. Do you know what makes sense? Mm-hmm. Was he Asian? Because that kind of is an Asian thing, like a really light skin but a really dark nipple. All I saw was just a, a left peck. Mm-hmm. And that sort of, I thought, like, if you're highlighting that, like, ew. So I, another problem with all these apps and stuff is you meet people, you might block them or you might, like, talk to them a little but not be interested. And then you go to events like Pride. I went to Pride uh, yesterday Mm -hmm. here in Oakland on the East Bay. And you see half of them. There were, (laughs) like, they're all there. It's like like going to Pride 48. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, look, there's Joey Buecker. (laughs) But oh, I'm Christina not even from Greetings from Nowhere. I I wouldn't be surprised if Christina from Greetings from Nowhere cruises Grinder just to chat. I I think that that's a thing. Is straight girls not like nothing deceiving, but like going on Grinder and like chatting with gay men. Like I don't think she's cruising for sex, obviously. But she's I in think the wrong place. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I think it's I I don't really mean her, but I think there's a growing number of straight women that are joining grinder to see what it's about mm-hmm. i don't know but so uh, pride i mean pride in oakland uh yesterday was oh yeah pretty interesting we of course saw en vogue uh perform and that was pr- pretty good only one of the original three are there still there <laughs> <laughs> but um they s- opened the show with never gonna get it and then they did like a That's RM- a bold choice Right, because then everybody left. Yeah, I'm not joking. They did a R&B medley after that, and then they're like, "Now we're gonna do some new stuff." And half of the crowd turned around and walked away. <laughs> yeah, that was retarded. <laughs> they're all there to see. Never gonna get it. Right. So uh, I thought they had a couple of other minor hits apart from that. But they yeah. they did they did they did. Uh, and um, what else did we do? Um, I guess that's kind of it. I mean, Pride was mellow. It's not. As crazy as San Francisco Pride, it's certainly more family friendly. And mm. um, I ran into my friends with benefits, <gasps> by the way. My, were, you, were you with uh, RK? No, 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 no. He was celebrating his birthday with his family. But 
to clarify, also, it's a previous Friends with Benefits. Like, I'm not fucking this guy anymore. No, I know, I know, okay. I know. But, I mean, I should say that because, like, <laughs> I could ruin my relationship right now by saying okay. that. But RK, is RK out to his family? Yeah. But he's not, you're not ready to meet the parents yet? Um, no, I mean, I, uh, I don't, I don't think he's ready for me to meet the parents yet. They're not my parents, I don't care. <laughs> Interesting. And where do they, and what, do they live close by, ticket? Ish, yeah, about a half an hour away. Ah, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, it's good. Um, and then his birthday's today, actually, so he's going skydiving as we speak to what? celebrate his birthday. To end, to end, he's gonna be, <laughs> celebrate the birth and death of his life? I would never, I would never, ever skydive. Would you? <laughs> no, I mean, there's a, the, here's when I would skydive in these instances. One, if somebody was like, Mike, I'm paying for you to skydive, I would be like, mm, okay, maybe. It's really expensive. I'm not going to pay to do something that's uncomfortable. Like, I, it would be scary. I would I wouldn't mind saying I did it, but I certainly am not going to pay tons of money to do it. No way. I would never do it. So we're gonna do um, dinner tonight if he's still alive. I don't like to fly. Right, I know that. So to think of flying and then jumping out. Right. Bullshit. I'm not like an adrenaline junkie type of person at all. Well, it's weird. Like, a lot of adrenaline also comes with hard work. Like, snowboarding and stuff, you get adrenaline from it, but you have to fucking snowboard, too. Blew. I would actually snowboard. No. I would. Or ski. Do you ski? Have you ever skied? I, yeah. You know, what's so funny is in my, I would say between the ages of, like, 11 to, like, 16, I skied a lot. Really? Which might, which, yeah, it might surprise a lot of people. Uh, my mom's cousin owned a cabin in Lake Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. And we would go all the time in the winter time, and uh, we would go skiing. Yeah, I took skiing lessons. I'd go skiing all the time. And, like I never, I, well, I wasn't Mister Skiing, you know, but I would go down to the basic slopes and ski. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It was fun. Interesting. I know. You know, there was a time maybe people still do where people go through this where they will go like, "I want to see you do this," and it'd be like snowboarding or surfing. Basically, they want to see a fat man tumble. Right? Anything that was like, I want to see you try doing this. There's always like horrible things they wanted me to do. Well, Joey, we talked about Chatterbait. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about another website. Have you heard of kink.com? I've never gone there. I just read the story. Like but K-I-N-K. Are we on news now? Yeah. Oh, wait, do you have another story? I want to talk about how I saw the butler. Oh, go. Um, On Friday, I went to go see Lee Daniels, the butler. Have you seen this movie? No. Well, my cousin Richard, I have this gay cousin. Is this um, what we've become? A movie review podcast? Oh, girl, do not even go there. Oh girl, God. do not even go there. Every I fucking I read a wonderful me... book. I read a wonderful book. Girl, Let me tell you please, about it. Please, I'm going to interrupt you for a second and actually break the fourth wall here. People listening. Is it not true? Every fucking week, Mike tells about some goddamn play he went to. I don't to. do a play review. <gasps> I tell you about going oh, to the God. play. You me remember the racist thing you did for me? Yeah. Okay, just wait till next week. That's all. Oh, wait, Vegas, we're not. Okay, a mini episode. I'm putting together a super cut of all your goddamn play reviews. Okay, tell me all about this movie. Two thumbs up. No, I actually wasn't even going to talk about the movie. I was, gonna oh. talk about, <laughs> I was actually going to go talk, talk about going to the movie with Richard. 
Well, that's fine then. <laughs> go, go, go. But I'm still putting together that super cut. <laughs> uh, I went to go see this uh, Lee Daniels, the butler with Richard. And it has to do with, okay. So before we go see the movie, we had like an hour to heal before the movie. And we, there's a yard house across the street from the movie theater. So, so Richard was like, oh, let's go get a drink before the movie. So we go to the bar and the Richard orders like a water and like ceviche or something like that. Yeah. And I go, I'll have a Stella. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, can I see your ID? And I was like, ooh, Mr. ID. I was like, okay. I give him my ID. And he goes, I can't serve you. What? Because your license is expired. What, Joe? <sighs> my driver's license is expired. I got to go take care of it. But they didn't serve me. <laughs> well, that makes sense. And I'm in my 30s? Yeah, but you know why they don't do it, right? Because if right. it's expired, you can give that to somebody younger. But look, no one's looking at me and thinking I'm 18. Well, they have to think that you're 20. They don't have to think you're 18. Okay. No one's looking at me and thinking I'm 20. They might think I ate a 20-year-old, but they're not looking at me and thinking I'm 20. So all, the, I have a big hatchet mark down the middle of my face from a crease, like a, a crease, of, like a frown crease. No, I don't look 20. No, here's what happened is my fucking sister-in-law, man, when they moved, they moved in the past year, and they did this weird thing where they, they stayed at my parents' house for two weeks, right? Well, she moved all the mail. She did like a change of address to my parents' house. With and then all when, the names, not just theirs? Well, hold on. To my parents' house, and then when they got moved into their house two weeks later, two weeks later, she did another change of address and put family. So now every single bit of mail my parents get goes to my brother's house, uh, and they just give it to my parents whenever I see my parents. And at the DMV, my li- my address is still at my parents' house. So you I, never got it. I never got it. Oh, that's annoying. I know, and I couldn't get a beer at the yard house because <laughs> my license was expired. Did you need a beer to enjoy this movie? I don't know. <laughs> I saw the movie and I have thoughts on it, but I certainly wouldn't share it on this show. Well, good, because it's not a movie mm-hmm. review oh, show. Oh, yeah, just, w- just wait to this fucking mini episode, man. Just wait. Good. <laughs> it's going to be fucking goddamn Roger Ebert with you. <laughs> Do you have any other personal stories that you want to tell me? No. Good. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but um, I started to tell you this website, kink.com. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a San Francisco-based adult film company, and I I don't really know much about them other than what's in this news story, but they are kind of in the center of a debate over condom use in the industry, specifically because uh, in august uh august 21st so last month after a routine hiv test one of their stars uh tested hiv positive and she so they do straight porn and i guess it's very common in straight porn to be unprotected Mm -hmm. it's kind of more of a thing in gay porn for them to use condoms and so um she had tested negative all before all of this actually four days earlier she was she tested negative even um and so they're thinking that she uh, contracted it on set, but they can't obviously prove that. So they basically halted all of their movie productions for a little bit. And then they had doctors come in to like make sure there wasn't any you know, big risk. And then they let them start shooting again. But 
Um, what do you think about that? What do you think about condom use in porn? Is this the same woman who uh, they found out that when she was in that weird window of HIV, she did a shoot with um, this one male porn actor, and then he went on to immediately do a porn scene with they came up they came up with like an Anthony Weiner's um porn parody where they actually used the girl he was sexting with. Oh shit. And so she had that so the actual girl, I can't remember her name from the Anthony Weiner case, made a porno and she had sex with a guy he kinda looked like Anthony Weiner. Mm-hmm. Um and he had had sex with that woman, I think. It's the same one I think. Um, and so they're thinking maybe she's in the weird risk area. Whoa. No, it's okay. not the same people. Okay. Because uh, this is super recent. This was, she tested positive August 21st. So just a week and no, a this half is, ago. I think this is around the same time. Oh, I'll look, I, it might not be though. I'll look into it. Okay. No, it is. It would certainly be in the article if it was. Okay. Um, so what was I going to say? Okay, porn. You know, I have a lot of thought. I actually was thinking about this the other day when I was on Chatterbait. And I was thinking about how on straight porn, yeah, they never use condoms. Ever, ever, ever use condoms on um, straight porn. What I think is funny is I have a couple of schools of thought here on this. Because, yes, a, a lot of gay porn uses condoms, which I completely applaud, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's so funny how... What they do in gay porn is most of the time is they just pretend like it never happened. So they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stick it in. And then it cuts away. And all of a sudden the guy has a condom on. Right. Or. Which isn't super realistic, but I mean, it's a movie. Yeah. You're not going to like show them opening it and struggling to put it on. Well, yeah, but then. You're wiping the sweat off the brow. You know what I mean? Like. But then they have some that are realistic. And but it's not because it'll be like. Yeah, good thing we're here in this uh, remote desert, you know, <laughs> stuck here. What are we going to do? And then they, all of a sudden, guys, let me take out a condom. Yeah. And like, where, where did you get the condom and loop? You're in fucking uh, Joshua Tree. <laughs> so I like that, too. But there has been a move in recent years where there's a barebacking is becoming big in gay porn. Sure. And, like, Sean Cody now is doing a lot of barebacking. When they used to be a big condom user, they do a lot of barebacking. Do you now. think that that's dangerous to show, I don't know, like, young people? I mean, Yes, I think it's very dangerous. And what I, what I love is at the beginning of every Sean Cody bareback video, it says um, these performers were tested and with the highest screening process available to the industry. Bobbity Blah goes, Sean Cody does not endorse um, uh and doesn't say barebacking. That uh, doesn't endorse unprotected sex in your personal life or any other way. And I'm like, bitch, you were about to show us. <laughs> and here's 40 minutes of it. Yeah, and like <laughs> the guy like of like Jarek cream pine some twink. Right. This story that I just read to you or talked to you about from the San Francisco Chronicle, by the way, has the following sentence: thrust into the center of the continuing debate <laughs> over the use of condoms. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thrust into the center. (laughs) Uh, Thrust into the unprotected center. That's so funny. So, Wait, wait, what are your thoughts on this? Well, like, in the porn consumption that I do, like, condom or not, it doesn't make a big deal to me. Like, so, I I mean, why not just have it so that if there's some impressionable young person that, like, you shouldn't glorify unprotected sex, I think. And I think, I mean, there are things where it's like, 
you can search out and find like I don't know if fetish is the right word, but like a specialty specialty site specifically for unprotected sex. I don't know. I think that's weird a little bit. It's some, there's something you know unsafe about it, and unsafe not just for like the person or the people doing it, but like it just it goes beyond that because people then aren't sure of their risk and pass it on to others, and you know it's I I think condom use is fine. It's yeah, no, 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 I'm fine with condom use. Even though I will say, I have to admit, it does look hotter. Really? Kind of. See, I, I'm not with you there. But, I mean, that's fine. But No, but, uh, but uh, I mean, I admit that it looks hotter, but I think it's, it's, you know, look, look, let's be honest, you know, sex without a condom is just better. But it's a necessary thing we have to do to prevent the spread of HIV and other diseases. So, yeah. Um, I don't, so think, I, I don't think sex with a condom is that bad. Like, really? No, I didn't know. I didn't say it was bad. Well, I don't think that it's that much better. That's what I mean to say. Uh, so you just said it is better, and I my my counterpoint is mm, by a small margin, tiny. I I've been trying to Itty get bitty. guys pregnant for years, and it's just not happened yet. <laughs> One day, though. What's happening in LA? Anything good to talk about? Yeah. So listen to this. Um, Have you heard of this? Uh, this. Uh, you hear about this uh, Glendale High School, the school district? <laughs> no. They're uh, they're doing this thing now where they're they hired a company called Geo Listening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did read this story. I didn't know it was Glendale though. Oh yeah, Geo Listening to like sp- uh, they call it spying on the kids, just to monitor for like bullying or like suicidal kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, some people are very for it, and some people are very against it. Obviously, the parents love it. Mm, and some the, parents i'm sure don't and, but and the kids are against it they um so basically what this company does is it monitors the kids public uh facebook posts uh their public twitter posts and their public instagram posts sure so basically they're teaching their kids how to make everything private right <laughs> right yeah, like said, what? well yeah that's what the students are doing is students have formed a group called um remove your school Mm-hmm. And what it does is it did tell the kids, okay, here's how you make it private. Here's how you take the, take the name of your high school out of your profile because they can't find you then. Mm-hmm. And uh, to all these things. But, you know, to be honest with you, I think kids are already kind of hip to that. Um, when I was teaching a lot of high school students, not so much anymore, and it was like college application time, every single year, man, um, all my college – all my high school seniors, I'm like, who's Bobby Schlub Schlub? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, because they would all change their Facebook names. Yeah, it's super easy. I have like Emily Walton now goes by Embo Walton, just so she's not searchable. You know. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so I think kids are already always kind of been hip to that. But then there's the other side of me who's like, you know, this company's like, look, we don't care about anything else. We just want to make sure kids. We're just looking at their public stuff on Twitter, their public stuff on Instagram, just to make sure everything's okay. And to be honest with you, even if the kids. Um, make it private. What's good about it is if there is a kid who is feeling bullied or lost and doesn't know how how to turn to somebody, he knows. Oh, I can just make this public. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and maybe I guess someone so. will see it. I don't. I don't like the idea at all about the school administration butting into the private conversations of youth, though. And I'm sure, like, there's free speech organizations that are up in arms about this, I would imagine. It just feels like a little bit uh, of an overreach on the school's part. 
Like I understand, but on the flip side, I do understand that ki- the schools are getting um, a lot of heat when kids are getting bullied on their school grounds and bad things happen. Whether it's you know, I mean, I, I we've all read all the stories, whether it's suicide or uh, maybe something less serious. But the schools are getting heat about that. So this is one school's, um, this is one school trying to do something about it, but. I don't well, know. I, I think, think it's overreaching. I don't know. I think it's overreach. If the, I mean, but if these are things that are public, if they put it out, I would think it's overreach if they were like pr- making fake kid profiles, you know, and pretend like going narco, not narc, but like undercover. Mm-hmm. But if they're just hired a company just to monitor public information, t- public tweets and public Instagram, yeah. I don't know. But I then don't know. This we're is very just. Sh- we're going to hire some guys to go sit at the Starbucks down the street to see what he can hear and a couple of guys to hang out at the mall to see who's hanging out with who so we can keep track of their what they're doing outside of school. I don't know. I, I just am, feel no, like I it's understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but like I don't know, but then if you save one kid's life or help one kid who's being bullied, is it worth it? Yeah, well, I get that. I get that. And like I said, they're, the school is trying to do something. And schools are responsible, I think, for not paying attention to some of the bullying that's going on. So bravo for this school for trying to at least be proactive about it. Yeah, I don't know if this is the right answer, but this some- is it's something. I don't know. Yeah. It, I think it, it's a very gray area for me. I don't know how I feel about it. But it's just, that's what's going on. It's where the world is headed. Yeah. And you and I have talked about this. I know this is only tangentially related, but like, I am so glad that I am so glad social media, like presence of social media as it is now, was around when I was in high school. Oh my god, it would've been horrible. Right. Yeah. So. Um. There's a new uh in the Bay Area. There's this bike share program that just started. Uh, it's I think it's a private company actually, but they're calling it a program. I don't really understand why, but. In San Francisco, you can basically rent a bike uh, for nine bucks. You get twenty-four hours of access to a bike, or you can pay eighty-eight dollars. You have um, access to a bike, but the kicker is you can only have one bicycle. So, all throughout the city, there's these little stands that um, have a little electronic thing on top, so you can punch in your code. The bikes are kind of ugly; they're like a teal color and they're heavy, um, but you plug in the bike into these stands that are all over the city you can only have one bike for up to 30 minutes so if you go over 30 minutes it starts costing um there's fees that get tagged on so you don't want to keep a bike for too much but you can basically just ride i mean if you want to just go around the corner real quick you can grab one of these bikes and then wait i thought you said it was like 30 dollars for the day or nine dollars for the day yeah nine dollars for a day 24 hours of bike access but you can only have one bike for 30 minutes. That's kind of lame. No, it makes sense, Joey, because the idea is you pick up a bike and then you would, if I'm going to go to the movies, for example, I ride it to the movies and then I plug it in so then someone else can take that bike. So you don't want to plug it, you don't want to park it at a bike stand where you have to have oh, a walk okay. and stuff. I see, I see. You just I plug see, it okay. at this and then someone else can take it. All right, I get it. Something that's a little bit weird about it is that they don't, they don't come with helmets, which... Sounds kind of maybe like a non-issue, but like if I go get this bike, I have to carry a helmet. Like I kind they of come like... with condoms. No, uh, well, <laughs> but point. I like the idea of like thanks just a lot, Harvey Milk. Picking up a bike and going around the corner and dropping it off and being at my location. But if I had to carry a helmet all around, and I don't know, it just seems a little bit weird. But 
not that I want to put my head in a helmet that a stranger's been, you know, sweating in, sweating in, but that, that sounds so hot. Ew. Um, but the the bikes, I I think it's kind of a cool idea. I haven't seen anybody riding them yet, so we'll see if we if we get there. Is this the same company that did it in New York and everyone's pissed? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Because you know, people in New York were really really pissed about it. Again, it was like privileged white people who were pissed about it in Manhattan because, you know, to, in, at least in New York City, to have these bike racks, they were, I mean, you know, parking's already at a premium in Manhattan, and then they were taking up like three or four spaces. Oh, these are on the sidewalk. The oh. the things are actually on the sidewalk, so. Um, and I think, so the bikes are kind of heavy, and so some of the criticism is like these hardcore bicyclists are pissed about that, but really, if you're a hardcore <sighs> bicyclist... You have your own bike, right? God damn why do you even need... It's a 44-pound bike. Seriously. But why God do you damn. need to complain about that? I know. Bicyclists, man. I just... Ugh. Yeah. Why can't there be a, a tsunami that's only for bicyclists? <laughs> it just picks up bicyclists? Yes. That would be the greatest tsunami of all time. My newest uh, pet peeve about bicyclists is bicyclists that drive on the sidewalk. I hate that so much. You have the street and you like run your red lights on the street why do you also have to make me move out of your way so now i just don't move i make them like slow to a stop so that they could get one around the, me one of the greatest videos i've seen it was like a couple weeks ago i saw on a reddit it was a video of this cop which I, i'm in love with this cop i want to find him and buy him a donut he was like you know how cops hide and catch cars mm-hmm. he was doing the same thing in this small neighborhood but just pulling over bicyclists who like just breeze through stop signs. Yes, he was. Will yes. you please send me this video? I'll find it on Reddit. <laughs> yes, and they, and they showed a picture of him. I found on the on the link. It, he had like nine bicyclists all lined up, writing them tickets. I was like, I love that guy. Oh I my love god, him. I love it too. Yeah, that is kind of awesome. Hmm. Okay, I have two stories. One of them's like, I'll just do it and maybe cut oh. it out. Okay. So I read this article about how the effect, and this actually encompasses both of our areas, how California has been affecting the politics of the western half of the United States because there's been a lot of like flight from California to other states because you know home prices are too high and taxes are too high and it's hard to get jobs. So they've been going to like Colorado and Oregon and um, Nevada, actually particularly Colorado and Nevada. Mm-hmm. They've been going there in huge numbers. Well, the effect has been is they're turning these states blue. Oh. And um, it's like if you think they were co- talking about how Nevada in the past two presidential elections went for Obama. Mm-hmm. And in Colorado, now Colorado is like weed is legal. <laughs> uh-huh. um, you can um, you have gay civil unions now. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Something else, right? And what was interesting, the article was very interesting because it actually was talking about how the people who are leaving are actually kind of conservative, the ones that are leaving California, because they're they're upset about the taxes and the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But once they get there, they are... They're the liberals. The liberals of the new place, right? Yeah, they're just conservative for California. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite when I moved from Phoenix to San Francisco, because now I'm like <laughs> in hippie land where... You know, there's like no gender on the bathroom doors because they don't want to offend anybody. 
Um, it's very interesting. I think it's, you know, I guess they had signs in Oregon that said, um, native born, go back to California, jackasses, or something, some dumb bumper sticker like that. Yeah. And like, stop Californicating Colorado. Because uh, um, the Republic, there's some Republicans in Colorado, it's like some counties who are trying to secede from the state. Uh huh. Because they're so mad about the Californians coming and making it liberal. Ugh. That's it's just sore loserville is what it is, right? Like you're deal with it. It's yeah. there's nothing illegal about it. It's not like. Usually I would be sad that people are leaving California and moving to other places. But now that I'm reading this, I kind of want California to be like the nest where liberals are born and then spread out other places. <laughs> yeah. Arizona has a lot of Californians that live there. You know what? I have a really good idea. Why don't we find all the bicyclists? They're probably liberal. Make them leave. Make them leave. And then they can ride around Montana. Yeah. Ride around Tejas. Yeah. You know? Seriously, go make New Mexico bike friendly. Oh, yes. Yeah. New Mexico's beautiful. Yeah. Go, make ride, it, go ride on Albuquerque. Make go a ahead. bike trail. Swing by and see uh, uh, Mark and Ed. Yeah. In New Mexico. In Albuquerque. And, yeah, go on the Breaking Bad tour. On your bike. On your bike. Run through stop signs. And uh, <laughs> become a, a meme or what are they called? A meme? No, what are the name of the fans of It's All About Me called? Oh, a no-no square. Yeah, get a no-no square <laughs> and go to Albuquerque. A meme <laughs> <laughs> Anything else happening in L.A.? Yeah, so I actually, it's a sad story, but I kind of think it's cute. <laughs> what is it? So this woman in San Juan Capistrano had a parrot named October. Okay. And he's been missing since July 15th, but she really misses him. Well, first of all, she misses him. But in particular, because he used to mimic her husband's voice, who's passed away. Aww. And he used to you know, tell the dogs to shut up in his voice and answer the phone and talk like him on the phone and say all the things her husband used to say in his voice. And so she really misses him and she really wants October back. Uh, he's been he's an African gay an African gay parrot. He's an African gray parrot, and he's been missing since July fifteenth. And I really hope this woman gets Aww. October back. He just yeah. flew away. I don't know what he did. Hmm, that makes me sad. Yeah. Thanks but for it, that, Joe. You're welcome. What do you got going on next week, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Next week is Pride Forty Eight. Um, mm -hmm. I just posted over at cupodcast.com some instructions on how you can listen to us live. If you're not going to Vegas, uh, Joe and I will be broadcasting live from Las Vegas as part of the Pride 48 festivities. But if you're not going to be there, you can actually still listen from your computer. You just have to go to pride48.com on Sunday, September 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern, which is 5 p.m. Pacific. And you can join in the chat room and you could click on one of the streaming options at the top of the page. And if you're on a mobile phone, you could go to m.pride48.com and you can listen from your smartphone as well. Oh, really? I never knew you could do that. Yeah, so there's no reason you can't listen to us. So we want a lot of people listening live and participating in the chat. It would be a personal favor for all the the times that we've entertained you, hopefully, for free. You can just give back a little by participating in the chat room and making it a good experience. We don't want to be alone while we're doing this. No. Looking pathetic. But yeah, please don't, let, please don't make me be alone with Mike Lawson. 
seriously. <laughs> but we have a good show planned. It should be a good time with a live audience. Um, and I think Joe and I will do a good job. I'm worried a little bit about what Joe might say, and we won't be what? able to take it back. So, so don't, I just hope you don't do any of your play reviews. <laughs> I hope you don't do a stupid movie review or a racist rant. I hope review. you don't do a racist rant. That's what everyone wants me to do. Nobody I'm wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear it. Yeah, I'm already getting. I, and it's gonna be. I'm gonna do bizarro races this time, like Tanzania. All my Tanzania <laughs> stereotypes, or Yap. You know, people who live in Yap. What's with these Yap or people? Palau. <laughs> all the stereotypes about Palau. Like, for instance, you know, people from Palau are real cheap. You know, <laughs> these Yaps never shower. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And the Yaps, they love grape soda. Right. <laughs> It should be a good time. Do you have anything else going on? You don't fly in till next weekend, or you don't get in till next weekend. I'm going a little bit earlier than you. I know. I wish I could have been there earlier, but I have to do some work on Friday. But uh, I will be there Saturday. I'm going to hit up those buffets. I'm going to be doing some gambling. I'm going to go to a, a show. I'm going to hang out with all my pals. But uh, it should be a good time. My sister's going to be there, by the way. Um, am I, am I gonna, is she going to be there Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, she's going to be there um, all weekend, but she's not going for Pride 48. She's going uh, – one of her friends from Phoenix moved there, um, I think, a couple months ago. So she's going to visit. It just happens Ooh. to be the same weekend. I get to meet the Mike Lawson sister. This is going to be a really good time. Yeah. And and and, um, and this is going to be the first time Mike and I have been face-to-face in over five years. Seriously. Yeah. It'll oh, be... by the way, I'm living as a woman now. You weren't before? Let's end this with a transgender joke. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I just did it. Oh, like oh, I'm okay. making fun of. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll talk to you next. I'll talk to you the mini episode. Okay, I'll s- and then I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. See you next Tuesday. Bye. I like to eat pizza. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, yeah, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 um,